0: All right, so uh, good to start? Yep, let's do it. <laughs> I
1: think it's part of the problem with when we test our audio levels is that my recording voice and my normal voice are maybe slightly different. OK. Like I think I unintentionally, I'm aware of the fact that I'm recording and suddenly I talk a little bit louder. You know? OK, OK. Well, maybe you
0: seem to be talking quieter now.
1: Do I? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Jesus,
1: yeah. Well, hopefully whatever it is on the other end. We'll see <laughs> We'll see We'll see in <laughs> editing yeah. yeah, we'll see, we'll see Alright, so um, Happy Halloween
0: Happy Halloween
1: <laughs> And we're, we're recording this on Halloween um, This is going to be Part of a two-parter Sort of super special bonus episode A perhaps kinder way of saying That we're recording extra So that we can take time off At some point in time
0: Yeah, I think that's fair <laughs> uh,
1: It's probably going to go up At uh, Christmas time Probably mm-hmm. so Maybe real. we
0: shouldn't talk about Halloween
1: Maybe we shouldn't talk about it.
0: <laughs> okay, no happy Halloween, anybody. <laughs> no, nobody have a happy Halloween. No, I hope it was uh, terrible. Merry I, Christmas. Our Halloween was pretty good, I guess, you know, <laughs> and now we're moving on to Christmas. Thank so. God we're done with Halloween. Yeah, it was a <laughs> real pain in the ass.
1: So, yeah, we decided that uh, we're going to try and do a Games of the Generation. We're limiting it. Right. I, I had some Switch games that I kind of wanted to put it on, yeah. Yeah, Switch slash PC, but we're not, we're not um, yeah, basically anything that's cross-platform. Xbox, PS4, you know, whatever. Mm. But specifically, this whole introduction was was pointless. Pretty much, yeah. It's really just a PS4. (laughs) It's a PS4 list. (laughs) PS4 list, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess the only thing meaningful to say is there were some intentional omissions that I wanted to put from Switch. Right. But we're leaving that off. We're now just like, um, what is it, four weeks away from console?
0: I thought it was mid-November.
1: but three weeks? November 12th. Yeah, so two weeks. Two weeks. Well, yeah, we're two weeks away from... Less than two weeks. yeah. Yeah, yeah, two weeks away from console launch. It's pretty exciting times, man. Yeah, yeah. I could. I kind of with all the podcasting and stuff. Like, it's kind of making me want to get a new console.
0: Yeah, you're gonna Uh, do it?
1: Probably not. No, but I do want to a lot. Uh, No, I have a regular. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll get lucky and my PS4 will just break, Mm. and then that'll force you know I'll just go and buy a PS5. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although there's a lot of Xbox games coming now soon that like. The second extinction early access review on IGN was out.
0: Uh, oh, really? It looks uh, like they was pretty. They were pretty positive about it. I still am not overly interested in it. It looks too. Uh, I, I, it's just not for me. But um,
1: yeah, I'm just. I don't know. Yeah, for, I mean, to me, I look at it and I see. I know that I like Generation Zero. It's Avalanche again, and I feel like it has a bit of a Left 4 Dead formula. Okay. Yeah. And I crave those sort of multiplayer co-op things so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then there's also Stalker Two. Stalker Two, right. which is going to be you know. Xbox
0: exclusive, right?
1: They say it's Xbox exclusive, yeah. and we still don't. Know. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to come out on PlayStation, but there's definitely no guarantee.
0: Well, seeing how cheap the Xbox Series, whatever it is, yes. is it, it, you know, might be worth yeah. just getting one. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Oh, anyways, yeah. So I guess before we start, let's uh, say a little bit about um, what our criteria are. I think we're. I mean, we haven't discussed this too much. But I think we're more or less on the same page. Um, I, I sort of felt like, in a very broad sense, uh, the games on this list are anything that can be said to be somehow meaningful or important to this generation of games. Our, thoughts on, that, yeah, our yeah. thoughts on that. Yeah, our thoughts on that. You know, um, But I mean, I guess I feel like our that's opinion. almost it's, everyone's it's opinion. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, none of these reviewer sites out there, they don't, there's Nobody, no yeah. objective. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's no, what's the name no of the authority. guy in the Matrix? The, like the architect, is it in the Matrix Two? I, I don't even know. There's no that. architect who knows everything about the okay. Matrix and can actually tell us. <laughs> um, so yeah, any game that has that is important to the generation, be it it advanced the genre in some way, or it's doing something that's never been done, or it just had really, really widespread community appeal. Like everyone played it. Any of those metrics, like any right. metric, is valid. Kind right. of. And yeah, I guess before we leap in, also just to say, and this is going to be a little bit weird than uh, the, uh, compared to other people's lists, but we're going chronological, uh, and we're not rating. And there's no, it's not a twenty, like, one to twenty. Right.
0: No, no. It's just spitting them out. Just spitting them out. Chronological yeah. order. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, f- I think that I've never seen a chronological order list, particularly for a games of the generation. That could be kind of interesting because you can situate yourself with. Where in time you were yeah. when this stuff was happening, yeah. and also rating stuff is hard.
0: <laughs> well, like, that's yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. that's really up that's to a whole... everybody. <laughs> yeah, like, uh... I mean, you could.
1: I mean, we already spent a lot of time trying to prepare this, mm. and like you just imagine how much
0: more time it would take. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If we actually tried to rank them all, it's like uh, there'd be so much disagreement. <laughs> yeah. 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 So thank God we're not doing that. And then I guess uh, it's probably going to be a two-parter. I mean, uh, we've got number one on the list. Do you want it Should we, like, alternate, or... Well, I should definitely start with Transistor, probably.
0: Definitely. You should definitely start with Transistor. I'm, okay. I'm not... We could probably both talk
1: about Bloodborne, because you at least... Yeah. You've I tried seen it, it out. Right? I tried it
0: out, but I... Yeah. I... Too much for me at the time. So and like there's
1: no, like, at least if you're playing Bloodborne and you don't like the boss fights, you can invite somebody in. Oh, okay, to that's cool. Help you I didn't with the even, boss fights. Didn't even know but that. But Sekiro has zero online. Uh, oh, so, so I can invite
0: so you about. in to help with the boss fights, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I will actually yeah. pick it up again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Just
1: po- I could totally pwn every boss for you, no problem. <laughs> all right, nice. Uh, maybe then. Like um, give it a try. All right, so so starting off with number one, uh, we've got Transistor. Uh, Supergiant Games, and this came out May 2014. Why is Transistor on the list? Um, Transistor for me is basically it's I just put the first one but it was essentially a, what I wanted this entry to be is just Giant period. Mm. Uh, there, there's no specific game. They're all amazing. Okay, right. You this know? was
0: the uh, same as Hades and stuff? Exactly, right. yeah.
1: They're the ones who did Transistor. Uh, first Bastion on Xbox 360 era. Right. Then Transistor on PS4. Then Pyre on PS4. Okay. Then Hades just recently. And I can't put Hades because it's a Switch game, right? Right, right. So it's just kind of a catch-all for Supergiant. Right. Because to be perfectly honest, Supergiant has not made a bad product every one of their games has been uh, extremely innovative um, highly creative and i think very artistic although that's maybe arguable but i think they're super artistic they're not just examples of like really mastercraft but they're also they're doing something a little different every time okay that's a little bit sort of outside of like transistor for example is a crazy weird marriage of like real-time and turn-based sort of strategy stuff okay like rpg kind of combat right right um but again it's kind of like dragon age right right but you're only one character okay Um, and then there's just all sorts of different weird combinations of abilities and the way you set up your different abilities they all will interact with each other in different ways it's just got super innovative combat really interesting story cool narration you know Sort of cyberpunk kind of world, like weird sci-fi world. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so I put that one. Pyre is also incredible. That's the fantasy soccer game. Oh, right. Ish. Yeah. That's Very weird. Yeah. Defies yeah. description a little bit. Uh, and Hades is also amazing. But, but, yeah, they're awesome. Okay. That's uh, that's Transistor. Uh, I played it. I loved it. Number two, we've got Divinity: Original Sin.
0: Also, never played it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should maybe get Jasmine down for this one. Yeah. Um, so, Divinity: Original Sin is Larian Studios, and that's j- June 2014. Divinity: Original Sin, to me, is the best D style game of this generation, and that includes stuff like Pillars of Eternity, uh, Baldur's Gate, Wasteland. Like, there's a lot of games in the, in sort of that old school Baldur's Gate style. Okay, Neverwinter. Bald- yeah, exactly. Baldur's Gate kind of started that whole thing okay, in the like yeah. PC days. And divinity is a really really amazing modern update of that formula. Okay, cool. It's got incredible turn-based combat, like just amazing, uh, really, really cool story, great character development, awesome like like skill trees and like ways to build your character. It's another game where it's like choices have a lot of consequence, no clear way to end something well. Okay. And every time you do something, it can come back like 20 hours later in the game.
0: That's cool. so you can never see
1: it ahead of time, too. Right, right, right. You just don't know, but then you'll, yeah, you'll see the <laughs> effects of your actions, uh, and you can even play it co-op. You
0: That's can play cool.
1: co-op both online and split screen on the couch. That's
0: pretty. Yeah. Nice. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. that that yeah. that deserves to be on the list for sure. It's thing. real neat. Yeah. yeah, I played
1: co-op with Joel for a lot, like a lot, a really long portion of it, and he, I think he was the, the way we did it was because he was already he'd already beaten the game. He, he okay. loves it. Uh, he was the thief character. So I would be wandering around doing all the quest stuff, like talking to quest people in town and figuring out where we should go, like what dungeon we should go to next. And Joel was just really slowly and methodically stealing every single thing (laughs) tacked down in the town and (laughs) selling it on the black market for money. That's funny. (laughs) Because it was something he could do while I was doing all this. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was really funny. So that's a cool one. Um, And, you know, there's really no particular reason why I put this one and not the second one. Okay. Uh, By all accounts, second (laughs) ones... was first? Yeah, I, I tend to, when two things come out in the same generation and they're not that different from each other, mm-hmm. I tend to just value the first one more. Fair enough. Well, I did you know. it first, right? So. Exactly. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. It. Second one, not as revolutionary. Yeah. You know, not yeah, as yeah. meaningful to the generator. May have been finer yeah. tuned, but... Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's number two. Why yeah. You, uh,
0: number three, uh, Dying Light. Techland, January 2015. Pretty amazing. game. You did play that quite a bit, right? I did
1: play quite a bit. Yeah.
0: yeah. Probably more than me.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Yeah. I
0: did thoroughly enjoy it, but uh, I didn't finish it. Well, dying light is first person, um, kind of horror. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say shooter so much. There are guns, but it's more melee combat. Right? Yeah. But it's got Even the vertical element, which yeah. changes things from most first-person games that I know totally. of, anyways. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Very cool game. I yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think uh, I think it deserves mention. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same here. I think it's the first game to ever do first-person parkour. Okay. Yeah. Um, I- in Dying Light, you can you can actually parkour. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're running across a building. You'll jump off it. You'll hit the right button. You'll grab onto the next the ledge of the next building, two stories underneath you. Hop onto it. Keep going. Hop yeah. off it. You know, it's really no. It, it was a first. Uh,
0: I yeah, think for that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It's a little unique. It's also a game that is co-op from the ground up. Right. 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 Whole thing can be played co-op. Yeah, I didn't um, know that until way later. Which is another, that's another reason why I think it's so neat Is because it doesn't feel like a game that has to be played in either way
0: Right You know, which yeah. is cool
1: yeah. because sometimes they do You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you, you, you play one and you're like Oh, this really, I should be playing this co-op With it, yeah. yeah Yeah, it also has crazy, innovative The day-night cycle, it's got a day-night yeah, cycle Yeah, that was very neat Yeah, and nighttime, the, I can't remember what they're called But this really, really nasty version Some crazy, nasty zombie that doesn't exist in the daytime Yeah He comes out at night And they will rip you to shreds
0: yeah they're super fast and yeah
1: super crazy take tons of damage Mm -hmm. super hard to kill Mm -hmm. but if you hang out at night you get double Double xp mm -hmm. on everything right so they give you incentive also Mm -hmm. you can control it easily you can go sleep and reset the day if you want Mm -hmm. so you don't have to do it yeah and then on top of that uh they i think they may have added it later but they added the ability for real players to inhabit that guy Oh, in your really? game I didn't know that only at nighttime hmm. so the PvP is only at nighttime kind of okay, okay and they can come in as those crazy zombies
0: that's pretty cool
1: It's super wild yeah, yeah yeah it's just it's a game that really does have a lot of new stuff
0: yeah well it yeah belongs on the list I'd say
1: I think so too I mean it's a game that also lots of people have just never heard of hmm. you know and it, I feel like it languishes in relative obscurity despite having all these really really crazy uh, gameplay elements that just are totally revolutionary.
0: Well, they, they've they've kept on top of it for a while, right? They've up, yeah. They they, they've been adding updates for quite some time, I think. No, you're um, right. Yeah, you're right. And been pretty yeah. active with just taking care of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it shows, you know. So.
1: Yeah. I, I was wondering about that recently and I looked up because um, I was sort of starting to wonder how the fuck is this viable for them to keep updating this? Because it's like been, it's been five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're still on this game while doing another game. Yeah. Uh, but they've been supporting it super regularly like stuff has come out that dungeon that weird dungeon
0: hellblade no
1: yeah hell something hellscape or something like that they released a mod recently that's a totally different fantasy The, the idea is there's an arcade cabinet in the game now and you can go into the arcade cabinet and it's a different game It's this fantasy version of Dying Light where you like hack apart skeletons with melee weapons. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just added this. Uh, Yeah, yeah, like... uh, Two months ago or something. Yeah, yeah, a couple months. uh, Yeah. Um, But I looked it up and the game has been... has sold an obscenely large amount of copies which I I don't know how it has these legs but...
0: It does, so... It does,
1: Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. So next up, we got Bloodborne. Yeah. Do you want to lead
0: with your? uh, uh no. Go ahead. You really <laughs> this this is your uh, you, sure. one of your favorites, right? It maybe is one of my favorites. You yeah. need yeah. to talk about this. Yeah, I
1: think Bloodborne <laughs> is my favorite game of PS4.
0: Period. Okay. Like, well, you know, then no, you definitely. No <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> have anything to say about it. Let's go. Let's hear what you have to say <laughs> yeah, about yeah, your yeah. favorite game on PS4.
1: I mean, you know, I, I'll keep it brief. Well, uh, I'll explain it first, maybe. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I feel like you barely even have to because it's so it's so widely known. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like everybody knows Bloodborne. Too. Yeah, From Software uh, is the developer. Uh, came out March 2015, one of the earliest uh, PS4 games. Um, and basically, it's their follow-up to Dark Souls. Um, Dark Souls was the big hit on Xbox 360. This is the next game. Uh, Bloodborne is a third-person uh, action RPG um, that is very challenging, uh, or hardcore, you could say. And uh, it's it's wrapped in a Victorian gothic horror sort of uh, right. Visual aesthetic this time. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, gothic horror slash uh, H.P. Lovecraft. Okay, because it starts super Victorian horror and then it goes. It takes a sort of a hard left hook at some point in time, and the creatures start to be like really weird, like outer space, like alien monstros, like hmm. super horrific, like okay from like Dark Side of the Moon kind of uh, okay stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, God, it's 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 hard for me to simplify because I'm so familiar with it. It's just one of the greatest third-person action RPGs I've ever played. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of From Software Games. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people just don't like From Software Games. Right. Dark Souls and stuff. Like, if you're not into that, if you've tried one of those games and you're not into it, then mm-hmm. this is probably also a skip. Some people since have said that they don't feel that way. Like so, like it, Bloodborne did successfully manage to, to uh, grab some people who didn't like those games okay. when it okay. came out. Um, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't, I was surprised. I didn't think it would do that. My opinion is that it's not that, it's not different enough to yeah. get people outside of that but it is a little bit faster paced than Dark Souls so Okay, it's a bit more twitch reflex based it has incredible like I mean there's not that much story but it has a really good story it's got incredible world building it's got um, some of the best visuals on PS4 period I think um, it has fan- like amazing crisp action that is just perfect all the time um, the physics in the game is amazing uh, everything feels fantastic. Like
0: uh, ballpark, the story. How long does that take to? The, uh,
1: it's really tough to say because yeah? the game's okay. so hard. That right, right. Like I can, if I do a playthrough now, I can get through in about twelve hours if I go start okay. to
0: finish. Well, that's good to know. You know,
1: that's completely impossible. Yeah, no, for anyone well, course, picking up. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I, I, just just to know, you know, like it can be done in twelve hours. It can so. be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay. only and if you're really, really, run? really, really no. No, no, so, no. just
1: uh, that's just it's more like a I don't die in the areas because I know where everything is, right? And right. I know the basic strategy of every, of every boss. Okay. But the first time I played the game, I think it took me uh, eighty to one hundred hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just to give you an idea of how big the difference the gap is between right. when you don't know anything, and you know it like the back of your hand. Well, because it's your favorite game of the generation. <laughs> I've played it through like. Probably 14 to 18 times. That's maybe. insane. Yeah. It's completely that's, it's that's completely nuts. nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay. like I said, now I can do it in about 10, 12 hours. Which is <laughs> impressive. Yeah. So it so. sounds, yeah. No, I love, I mean, Bloodborne is, uh, it's so dear to my heart. Like, okay. I just, I love it so much. The music is incredible, too. Although that's one of the least... Aspects that people notice the least because it's right. not very intrusive. There's very little of it.
0: Okay, all right.
1: It's got co-op too. That's another <laughs> nice, maybe relevant. Yeah, yeah it because um, not all their games do, but it has a similar style to it. Unfortunately, that's there's one thing they drop the ball on in this one is the co-op is not as good as it was in Dark Souls. Okay, um, it's still okay. Right, but there's some problems. Okay, um, I won't get into it, but basically, still though, you can invite a friend in uh, to help you with bosses if you're having trouble. Um also the DLC for the game is some of the best DLC I've ever seen okay. in my life. If you if you get it, definitely get the DLC. It's
0: uh, okay. it's incredible. I I yeah. I own it for sure. Um but uh yeah again I haven't played much. Yeah. I'll give it a go at some yeah. point.
1: I mean yeah, what's so what's your impression of Bloodborne from outside?
0: I think uh I think you came by once inverted the controller <laughs> and then I I don't I think I tried the game out with an inverted Y axis and uh yeah, I never really got into it, you know. Um, I again, this I tried it out early on in PlayStation Four games that I played, you know, and really yeah. didn't put it's much pretty effort old. into it. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. came out five years ago now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Real back to uh, The Witcher Three, perhaps. Yeah. The yeah. Wild Hunt, CD Projekt Red, May of 2015, third person action RPG, epic fantasy, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I uh, I loved every DLC. For it as well, just a great game. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. Good monsters. It was a huge game. You could really spend as much time as you wanted in it. Just, you know. I mean,
1: here, what you know, what makes this game better than other action RPGs? What's it doing? What's it doing better? You the magic
0: I mean? was very cool. Uh, the combat was fantastic. I thought I haven't played it in ages, so maybe I still would think so. I but think most uh, people agree. Yeah, um, but the the magic, uh, you you had a couple of skills, uh, a couple of magic abilities that uh, just made the combat so much fun. Great variety of uh, gear and uh, weapons and all that story. stuff. A great
1: story. Great right? yeah, yeah, really story. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic yeah, yeah, story. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fantastic story. Yeah, very cool game though. I yeah. very much enjoyed it.
1: I mean, I, you know, it's a game that I've never wanted to play myself, but I've seen many people play it. Right. I watched my roommate play at least I probably was present for at least maybe 20 to 30 hours of gameplay
0: okay, over so the course of the chunk. whole
1: time. Yeah, I saw a good chunk and like it the monsters were so really, cool. Yeah, it looked really cool. Like, yeah. It was a really fun game to to spectate. Yeah, I and believe uh, it. I believe just it. cuz it's really beautiful too. Oh, well, it's right? like a like,
0: movie too like uh, in terms of yeah. what's going on, you know, a lot yeah. of, a lot of cutscenes, um, yeah. but um, it was like a movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like you can you can also see the the benefit you get from having a um, a world that comes from some some like uh, actually f- fairly fleshed out books too, right? Yeah, like because I feel like you it does, like the problem that I have with Skyrim and stuff is like I feel like they're a little little generic, mm-hmm. and I feel like Witcher doesn't feel that way. It feels more like it has a better sense of who it is, and okay, like, uh, okay. it's not struggling with like making up things that are exciting. because It's drawing a lot of the lore from the. The book series, right? But um, I'm not too familiar with the book series. No, I'm zero. I just I think that it shows in the game. So, I mean, not that we need to tell anybody, but play The Witcher. It's good. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and cheap. Yeah, (laughs) extremely cheap. It's been on sale. Yeah, Yeah. no, totally. I was gonna
1: say that about Bloodborne too. It's like most of the games on this list now, they're like twenty bucks. Oh yeah, and it was a PS Plus game at one point. Yeah, yeah, and Bloodborne. Um, it's also gonna be on the PlayStation Plus collection. Okay. You know the one with PS Five when it comes out. They're doing that giant list of free games. Right. That's one of them. So there you go. No excuses. Mm -hmm. That brings us to number six, Undertale. Uh, This is by Toby Fox, uh, and it came out September 2015. This is going to be a Josh Only uh,
0: joint. Yeah, I know nothing about it (laughs) at all.
1: So yeah, Undertale is... I think probably anybody who is actually going to have any interest in listening to this podcast is already going to know what this game is. Okay. Um, But Undertale, yeah, it's an indie. Yeah, sure. (laughs) No, it's it's an indie uh, role playing game. Okay. That's um, very uh, retro inspired. Uh, It it looks like a Super Nintendo game. On the surface, Uh, and it's actually uh, extremely inspired by Earthbound, which is a little known. It's an obscure SNES RPG. That was a huge niche hit. Um, Earthbound for a long time was the most expensive secondhand SNES cartridge you could buy. Jesus, okay. yeah, it's just a, one of those weird games. But Undertale, it's like it was a huge success when it came out. It, it um, very rapidly got a massive internet following. The guy was really successful when he uh, when he produced it. Um, like I mean, he he made a lot of he sold a lot of copies um, for an indie game, especially. And uh, he also did all the music too, um, okay. which is pretty odd. The music is amazing, it's super, super, super good. I don't know if he drew it, uh, so I won't say. Okay. But um, yeah, and the game is a old school RPG. It's like Earthbound in the sense that it has a very quirky sense of humor. Yeah, it's like quirky humor, like weird, absurd stuff is happening a lot. Um, like the main characters are like two skeletons. And one's, like a, a, like, a chubby little skeleton, and the other one's a really thin skeleton. And, like, the brother, the, their brothers, the older brother's name is Papyrus. And okay. Papyrus, his text is all in Papyrus font. And uh, the younger brother is Sans, and his text is all in Sans Serif font. Okay. and <laughs> how you distinguish them. And it's just, like, this really cute, charming tale about how the two brothers, their story kind of made, made me think about me and my brother. Okay. Because um, it's, like... The older brother is always trying to impress the, like, queen or whatever by kidnapping a human. You're the human. Okay. Uh, and he's always trying to kidnap you and get and hand you into the bad guys, but you can tell he doesn't actually want to kidnap you, and that's part of why his kidnapping attempts keep failing. Okay. And the younger brother is always, like, trying to just, like, get the older one to capture someone because he just wants them to be happy. Okay. It's a really weird... Very strange. You know, it's a very strange uh, game that has just amazing story. It's got a, a really innovative combat system. Um, like it has turn-based encounter battles like Final Fantasy used to have in okay. like SNES days. Um, but it's like, whenever you attack someone or they attack you, you have a little mini game where you're moving a little heart around and dodging stuff. And that determines how much damage you do or how much okay. little damage you take. Right, right. It's just got a lot of weird systems. It also has a thing where it's like, you can be peaceful to the monsters and befriend them or you can okay. kill them. Okay, and uh, that's neat. That changes how like what happens very late in the game, you know, for the ending. It's just a really interesting, creative, uh, weird, offbeat uh, indie RPG. Okay. It's kind of unlike uh, anything else, you well,
0: know? So it's got a spot.
1: It's got a spot. Yeah. I mean, and it's a little tired now in the sense that like so many people have bandied around the name of Undertale that it's become a bit of like, okay, we're done hearing about Undertale, but it really is it's it's kind of that phenomenal. Okay. Uh, I guess I should handle this one The Witness, yeah. Uh-huh. So number seven is The Witness. This is by this is by Thecla Incorporated, but it's really by Jonathan Blow. Um, okay. He's a, he's probably, at least he used to be kind of the most famous, one of the most famous names in video game design. He's, a, he's kind of a genius. He's the guy who did Braid. The Witness is Jonathan Blow's, uh, sorry, it came out January 2016. Um, and it's Jonathan Blow's uh, sequel to, it's his next project after Braid, it's a first-person uh, puzzle game, uh, okay. which is uh, a big reason why it's on the list. Is because we don't have anything like that there. Right. Uh, there's no puzzle games, so I really wanted to get something puzzle there. Okay. And the Witness is kind of an incredible creation. I think I haven't actually played it myself.
0: Oh, okay, but you've seen people.
1: Yeah, that's another one. My roommate played the whole thing. Okay. And my girlfriend actually also played the whole thing. Okay. So I've and I was living with them both at the time, right? Like, and uh, so I've seen two two different people go all the way through it. And the puzzle design he makes is just it's it's genius. Okay. Like his puzzles are just incredible. They're intuitive. He's always sort of really gently teaching you all the tools you need to do the next puzzle. Like you're learning a little piece in each puzzle that's preparing you for the next puzzle. Right. So all the instruction is there. Like everything's taught to you at the appropriate time in the game. It's incredibly well designed. And it tells the story of this, uh, I don't know this part that well, but I think it tells the story of what happened to the inhabitants of this island, sort of over the course of doing all these puzzles and everything, you're slowly revealing more and more stuff as you explore this island in first person, more places are unlocking, you know, and it's telling a story through what's going on. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, b- by all accounts, it's a really, really good puzzle game. Okay, um, well, if you're into
0: puzzle games, then yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one.
1: But it's first person also, which is a little different, right? Right. Like, right. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got to say about The Witness.
0: Stardew Valley.
1: Stardew Valley. This is okay. another one I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> this is another Josh game. So this takes, believe it or not, there is actually a lot of T games here too. <laughs> we have our names beside each one. Uh, they're definitely
0: uh, you, the top half is is, is like all, uh, almost all you, yeah.
1: It's only because of the chronological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's just the the vagaries of fate. I wasn't really
0: playing games that much back then that's know, actually like, a good uh, point yeah or ps4 yeah. anyways yeah you know, no it's still on PS3. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: um so yeah stardew valley at number eight is uh eric barone uh, this is another sort of one-man show and uh that came out february 2016 i think there's probably no one who's going to listen to this podcast who doesn't know what stardew valley is but for those who don't stardew valley is a spiritual successor to the harvest moon games on super nintendo i believe okay it's pixel art again uh, it, it looks a lot like harvest moon so it's basically it is a farming simulator with rpg elements okay uh, it's a top-down farming simulator with rpg elements yeah uh and basically it you, he just gives you this really really uh rich complex and deep world to it's not very physically big but it's jam-packed with like npcs like weird secrets caves to explore like and this is all sort of separate from the main internal element the main gameplay element which is just building your little farm and having it be monetarily successful okay which can be like you know uh, selling all sorts of different kinds of like you can you can raise uh, livestock livestock, you can uh, grow crops you know like there's really a lot of different ways you can actually even you could fish and make your money from just selling hmm. like like fish that like really rare fish that you catch. Interesting. Yeah, there's really a lot of different ways to approach it. And then on top of all that stuff, there's all this complex NPC stuff going on, where you can befriend people in town, have them like you, not like you. You can marry someone. You can get people mad at you. You can, there's a dungeon in the game where you go in a cave and this cave has like a hundred levels of, it goes a hundred levels downwards and gets progressively harder as you go along. And there's crazy cool rewards at the end if you can do it, like all sorts of weird stuff. And the game has like a timed content too. So you play in actual days that go by. Okay. And like festivals come and go um, and things happen at specific points in time. Okay. And there's like planned content, like there's actual content for like Three in-game years or something. Like it's hmm. it's really crazy. It's impressive. I mean. It's impressive. No, it's a, it is an absolutely. The fact that one man did this is completely mind-boggling. Okay. Um, and this guy has made millions off this game, and that's amazing. Yeah. Like he deserves every penny of it. Right. Like, right. Right. It's completely incredible. Um, we were saying when we were talking earlier how there was, there was not a lot of co- co-op, local, local co-op specifically right, right. represented on our list. And I just I have a fond fond uh, uh, space for local co-op in my heart. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to get stuff on, and they just added a 1.5 update to Stardew Valley that adds local co-op. Oh wow! So nice. Now nice. there's that too. Wow, Yeah,
0: and still four years old, and they just added yeah. co-op. That's cool.
1: Yeah, He's been adding shit uh, the whole time. That's very cool. It's real neat. Yeah, it's real neat. That's Stardew
0: Valley. Well, next uh, is uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. Number nine. Number nine. Ubisoft, March 2016. Pretty hardcore. The... Yeah, it's... Because the other it's ones a are not person that, cover right? shooter, yeah. Yeah. Looter shooter. Um, it has
1: MMO elements too, right? Is that...
0: Like, you do come across people randomly, but the only PvP part is in the Dark Zone, which is why it made it to the list, is for the Dark Zone. Uh, lots of quests and uh, upgrading gear and loot. And, it's got the know, looter shooter grind. Yeah, a serious grind to it, but um, but very cool. And it's open... Well, it's open world, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is really not meant to be done and can't... Well, I couldn't do it alone anyways. Yeah. Um it's not to say that nobody could, but uh, it's designed to not be done alone. I don't I guess. think so yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think it is. I mean, like maybe if you're you know, end game you have end game gear and loot and skills, um, maybe you could do parts alone. Pro- you probably could, actually. But uh at the beginning, like, no. I'd say it's meant for co op. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, actually I enjoyed the second one thoroughly. The first one I Found too uh, too brutal and uh, <laughs> just too hard. I couldn't get into it. Shit. It just was too much. Wow, um, and I wasn't into that. And it doesn't have thing. difficulty
1: levels, right? It's just there's just one, the one difficulty.
0: I think it's just one difficulty. Yeah, yeah. Tom Clancy, which is like fuck you, difficulty. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with his uh, Ghost Recon's or anything like that, but I just do remember some of his other games being like wildly hard. Um, yeah, I think that the first one really. The only reason it's on here is because it was first, right? Right. Um, And I think the only real, uh, there are some differences between the first and second, but I think they're pretty minimal.
1: If someone was coming in now, would you tell them to play the first or the second?
0: I would say the second,
1: but yeah. So there's not a whole lot of reason to not play the most current one.
0: I don't think usually
1: so. in these sort of MMO type shooters there's I, not you don't want to play the The previous because you want to play whichever one the fan base is in.
0: Yeah, usually. well I, I would Since think it's online. I would then. think that yeah, the fan base is on the second. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know all that much about the fan base to tell you the truth. Sure. Uh, I only had one friend that uh played it.
1: I've League. heard about the dark zone, but I don't know very much about
0: it. Well you can encounter other players in the world, but you can't deal damage to each other. In the dark zone you can though. Uh, so there are NPCs and regular bad guys, but you could get killed by another player as right. well. And in the second one, anyways, the there were sort of objectives where you get loot. You pretty much have to guard it while it gets airlifted out. And other players could come and kill you and steal your airlift Boop. and whatever. <laughs> Just it, it was a shit show and yeah. not a good idea to go unless you're like good or... End game. Endgame material, yeah. yeah, 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 or you know, Brave. I don't know, yeah. but uh, I certainly wasn't. I, I did it <laughs> once, and I, I realized the uh, error in my ways pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like it's,
1: it's a really neat concept. The Dark Zone.
0: It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was very neat, and that's why it belonged, or that's why I I thought it belonged there. Yeah, but, I think it's uh, a good. List. Uh, I
1: think it's a good case. I mean, we'll get to it after Destiny is in our notable exceptions. Mm-hmm. We'll do that at the end. But um, I kind of agree with you. I think that. I think that uh, the Dark Zone is a more—it's a more interesting kind of new idea mm-hmm. than I don't think Destiny really has any. It's a good game, but it doesn't have any new ideas like that. Okay, to yeah. me at least, that are really, really innovative. And I feel like right. Dark Zone—the way that it's the most of the game is not PvP. Then this one zone everybody suddenly it is PvP mm-hmm. and you can also get really crazy rewards from it yeah, yeah. Like, that's where you get the good stuff you know? yeah like, uh, yeah. Um, it's- yeah it's a neat uh, it's a neat idea so that's number nine now we're at number 10 which is doom so doom this is 2016 doom uh, I guess that was a little redundant because I was about to say it's software May 2016. But uh, yeah, not, um, I actually haven't played the Doom Eternal. To me, Doom is basically just the best first person shooter of the generation, period. In the sense of a classical first person shooter. Okay. Like they were in when the original Doom came out, right? Just run and gun, crazy monsters, super fun, challenging enough. Like Doom has all the elements of what you would want in the perfect first person shooter that is action based, right? It's not, it has some light RPG elements, of what we would call today RPG elements, like you can, um, I think, upgrade your guns maybe, okay. by collecting something. I can't remember, hmm. um, but basically the game is still always just run, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. Don't die, don't die, don't die. And not only is it the be- I think the best first person shooter made in the generation. I think it also actually advances um, the genre of first person shooters in that classical style, just the action style, because. It has some concepts in it that are unique to the game and that really do um, give it fresh ideas. The way it works in the game is like you are you die really, really fast, mm. but there's this constant thing where the enemies will get staggered and then you have to execute them. Okay. Like if they get to a certain level of health and you can execute them. Right. And he does a fancy, like, you know, jumps up and like plunges, uh, you know, it clocks it in the face, mm-hmm. like rips a, an arm off or something, whatever. It's like all these different, but basically it's just there's executions. And the executions restore your health.
0: Okay, nice.
1: So it's got a constant ballet of like the enemies are brutally difficult, mm-hmm. but as long as you're killing them, you're staying alive. Right, right. So it rewards you for constantly pushing forwards. Right. and it's going kind of the only way, right? Yeah, and going balls to the wall and not being conservative. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to hide and cover. You want to get right in their face. And kill as many as possible as fast as possible, Hmm. and that will make you live through the encounter, kind of. Okay, interesting. It's really neat. Yeah, it's uh, It's a neat uh,
0: way to make push you forward. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: it's a really genius way of encouraging people to not play passively. Yeah, which is a little boring. Like watching someone play Doom, it's more like a ballet of just just, just chaos. destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah pure yeah. chaos. chaos yeah. Like, yeah. but they're always doing something. They're yeah. running fast. They're jumping. They're killing things. Mm-hmm. Like, they're never standing still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not for me at cool. all. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's,
0: that in itself deters me from from like I I don't like that. Yeah, you know, like I like to be be able to you know have a you know have a, a breather. Smoke Take a breather, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you know, not be stressing out. You know, (laughs) it's very pulse pounding
1: action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, to be perfectly honest, I was really surprised that I played it for as long as I did. Okay, it's just a testament to how well the game is made. Okay, Um, like I played it. I was interested, but thought I would just try it for like five, ten hours, and then be like, "Cool, I know what it is. That's enough." You know. Mm. But I bought it when it launched, and like I think I played like eighty percent for the game. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, it was really something. Nice, nice. So that's Doom. Doom. I guess I'll lead here on Overwatch. Yeah. So number 11 brings us to Overwatch. Um, this is, again, super famous game. Uh, Blizzard, May 2016. Uh, for those who don't know, it is a first-person... Uh, I think it's called a multiplayer arena shooter. Okay. It's first-person, and it has kind of cartoony-ish graphics. It looks pretty nice, though. It has a good sense of style. I mean, when this game came out, it's cool because it's like... The game has all these different... Uh, classes in it and all the classes are super different and they have all the different types too there's like healers you know damage dealers tanks like uh, very different roles okay yeah and like a team needs like all different kinds kind of thing right I just remember when this game came out, like I've never played this, but uh, I've seen a couple people play it. When it came out, like everybody started talking about Overwatch and like, I think I was in the office at the time and like everyone around the office was like, or at least several people were like really going nuts about it. Okay, It had like, the, the people who played Overwatch, I feel like it was a bit like World of Warcraft where okay, they yeah. would just do that
0: deep yeah all the deep. time
1: yeah, yeah yeah super competitive um, I think it's an eSport I could be wrong
0: I think you're right i i seem to remember looking and looking. yeah that. Mm.
1: I think there were leagues for overwatch um yeah I mean not that much to say like if you like first-person multiplayer arena stuff and that appeals to you at all try it yeah uh, it seems really really good right. the only thing that that the only reason why i didn't play it is just because there's no single player whatsoever okay and I'm just not that into that Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the game itself looks awesome. So do you want to take a little break? Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah dialogue.
0: Blah, blah, blah dialogue. <laughs> that <laughs> burger was good. I enjoyed that burger. That burger was not bad. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think,
1: I, I feel like I might, uh, maybe I'll try like a, a club sandwich sometime or
0: something. Yeah, I'm going to switch know, it up. I'm it up getting a little, little tired of the burgers. I'm yeah.
1: Or the hot dogs tip. I mean, that's not...
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do five, five Guys hot dogs.
1: Five Guys hot dogs particularly?
0: Yeah, because it was like on a... It was like a weird bun. The bun was like extra big, but it was like a fat hot dog split yeah, and opened up, so it was more like a sandwich. Was, I do kind of dig that. It was good. Yeah, it was yeah. Very good. I
1: can imagine that being it was some awesome. onion. Yeah. Onion and diesel. Cheese? They do cheese dogs? I don't think they I, do. I've always liked cheese dogs.
0: Not a huge fan. Yeah? My favorite, favorite, favorite hot dog period. It's a fucking properly cooked bratwurst, like almost a little crispy. Which is pretty awesome. Finely diced fucking onions. Dijon on a fresh baguette
1: That sounds awesome <laughs> <laughs> That does sound pretty awesome Best hot dog I've ever had in my life It was in Cambodia Really? <laughs> yeah Wow yeah, yeah.
0: Nice I was in Cambodia on a fucking beach Some Austrian dude ran a guest house and a bar That's or whatever, random man. And he like He'd make like He was a good cook Like he, he had a couple of places Like he had a restaurant in Vietnam and yeah, he had like the craziest goulash you could imagine, and like his hot dogs were exactly that—like bratwurst, dijon, diced onion, like fucking amazing. And that they have great. real baguette you know. So yeah, like, uh, yeah. Damn. What do you think?
1: I think that looks good. All right. All right. Let's try, try that. Good. Looks hang good. Hang on. We're back.
0: Next is the Josh.
1: Next is the Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Although you have something, something to say about this
0: too. Well, I tried it out. Briefly, because you gave it to me, um, <laughs> you're like you've got to try this game, and you actually brought me a copy of the game.
1: You, at least, like, you at least put you put in a little bit of time. I
0: tried it out. I put in a couple hours, probably. Totally. And, so,
1: uh, uh, so twelve Resident Evil Seven, Biohazard, um, Capcom, January 2017. Yeah, why don't you uh, tell me about your impressions just from when you when you
0: tried it for a brief period of time? I thought it was. What m- was it
1: like for someone who?
0: I thought it was really cool. Um, I'm not a fan of first person. I'm not huge on horror, but I fucking loved all the Resident Evils before it. I thought it was something completely different from all the others. It was neat, but again, it just, it wasn't for me. It was too much like a movie, like living a movie, mm. and it was proper horror. Like, it was yeah, so true. well done yeah. that, you know, I just didn't feel like living in a horror movie yeah. for hours at a time. Like, yeah. it, <laughs> it just stressed me out, and... Uh, yeah i I don't know i w- I would have loved Doesn't to have gotten sense. into it, but it just it just stressed me out too much and it yeah. was it did its job in terms of being horrifying and yeah it certainly did and, yeah uh, no, it was really cool, really well done i mm-hmm. I think uh it was a good move on their part. I mean it was completely different, changed the series, yeah. but you liked it, and you liked the series right yeah so no, totally yeah, it's a
1: first person game, it's horror. Uh, whether it's survival or action is debatable, but a okay, yeah. um, complete reboot of the series. I remember uh, when this game was announced, I was so dubious because I really didn't think they could do it. Mm-hmm. right? I was like, Resident Evil in first person, it's not going to work. There's no right. way it's going to work. And when the, uh, when the reviews started piling in, uh, I think I actually played the demo and I was like, yeah, this demo is actually really good. And um, when the reviews started, yeah, they released a free demo before the game came out. Right. That was like the initial level of the game, kind of. When the reviews started coming in and it got really amazing reviews, I was like, I guess I should try this. And I mean, the game had me completely blown away within the first like 15 minutes. The game starts stronger than like maybe any game I've ever played. It starts super strong and it just, it never lets up for a second until it finishes. And, like, every minute of the experience is... Like, there's just no wasted space. It's all amazing. It's all super engaging. Like, Mm it's all... I mean, it really... I don't know. Yeah, it's got some of the best story that I've ever seen in a Resident Evil game. It's got a really fantastic story. The exploration is amazing. You explore a bunch of little environments that are super detailed and like it looks incredible too. Like it Scott. was. Yeah, yeah. It it's very uh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> like it's weird to say that about a game that looks like sort of dark and dim. Well, but it's it was impressive. Yeah, the very environments nice. are super super beautiful. There's like regular combat in the game where you eventually you fight like normal creatures sort of kind of zombie-ish like tar demons, whatever. Oh, right. Like, tar yeah, creatures. yeah. yeah. Uh, the equivalent of the zombies. Mm-hmm. But like and all the other enemies in the game are these like crazy boss like, they're all members of the family in the house that you're uh, trapped in. Right. And they're all bosses in some way or another. And uh, they all act in super different ways. And the way you fight them is totally different, each one. Basically, uh, Resident Evil 7 is a really, really masterfully created horror game. It's an amazing exploration, exploration game by itself, um, just to experience the story. Uh, it's horrifying, like you said. You know, mm-hmm. it is very scary. It's true horror. It's innovative, creative. It's really kind of,
0: to me, it's just kind of, kind
1: of a perfect game.
0: It did feel like it was a little bit on tracks at certain points. Um, yeah. Like, again, one way that. to deal with the boss. Uh, yeah. You know, or, or n- maybe not even, but, I mean, it just... at Certain parts seemed like it was sort of on track, but I didn't go that yeah. far. Um, yeah. So that's the only, you know... Not totally explore anywhere. Not open world.
1: Sure. That, yeah. That no. Is, it's definitely not open world. No. Yeah. 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 But that's actually, you know, that's a totally valid uh, criticism. It's um, not really a
0: criticism. It's more just, uh, you know, like it's it. It did sort of feel like on tracks at certain points because yeah, it was very yeah. story driven, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it it there was only one way for the outcome. Yeah. You know, like you. True. <laughs> And, I mean, it's a, it's a good story, so yeah. of course there is, yeah. you know? Like, no,
1: you're right. I mean, more like it's a fair point. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is yeah, ac- yeah. it's accurate what
0: you're saying, you right, know? Like, right. it is a
1: little on rails, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right, you know? It's like you get stuff from that and you lose other stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But you can't have both.
0: No. And I think it's... it did a brilliant job of what it was trying to do.
1: Yeah, um, me too, me too. I mean, I think for me, the best way to synopsize my experience with Resident Evil 7 is the first time... I fought the first boss, which you know what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything at all because it's, it's so dear to me that I, I want anyone who's going to play it to really go in knowing absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's really a lot better if you know absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I didn't know um, anything. <laughs> <laughs> the first boss that you fight, the first family member, which is fairly uh, rapid into the game, I felt like it could have gone in lots of different ways. Okay. Even though it couldn't have in the end. Right, right. Like, I didn't have that impression when I played it. Okay. And it was constantly making me feel like, is this supposed to happen this way? Right. Was that planned? Like, Mm -hmm. I was constantly asking myself, was that planned or was that... To me, it's good enough that I'm asking those questions. That's the best you can do right, right. when it's kind of on rails, is have the player be wondering, like, Is this what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. could there have been a different way to do this? Yeah, if yeah. you're at least unsure, I feel like, in some cases, okay, then yeah. it's a good enough illusion of, of that you could do anything, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. enough to fool me at least, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because like you said, it serves the greater, you can't have as good story. No, with action like that, unless you sort of make it a little bit on rails, kind of. Yeah, it's um, necessary. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's necessary to achieve the kind of experience that they were going for. That's least, it, right? actual horror. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Resident Evil Seven, I think, is pretty safe to say it's. I think it's my favorite horror game of all time. Now. Okay, well, um, good. which we might talk about on a horror episode later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, fair enough. Going uh, yeah. more depth. It's good
0: stuff. So number so thirteen. Yeah, number thirteen is uh, For Honor. Ubisoft Montreal, February 2017. For Honor is a uh, third person fighting game I guess Um, more to it than that but um, it really changed the way I saw fighting games and the way fighting games worked I think I mean um, there's a story you can do it co-op and then there are matches that are you can do two on two one on one four on four sort of capture the flag ish or more like king of the castle I guess capturing zones defending them pvp and PvE. I mean, there's there's both. It's always online, right? Yeah, it's yeah. only online, I'm right. pretty sure. And yeah, that sort of deterred me originally from it, but uh, I think it just, it, it earned its spot just because it did something so different. And in terms of the actual fighting, it was, you actually have to line up your uh, analog with the direction of the incoming attack to block it, uh, which changed things to me, anyways. Just added quite a bit more depth to the Fighting game genre, yeah. in my mind. So that's why I yeah. think it belongs on here. On it seems
1: down. seems like a game that rewards the amount of time you spend in it. Like as in, if you take the time to learn the way its systems work, the combat is going to get more and more rewarding. The player gets better.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, it rewards yeah. the
1: amount of time you, as a person, put in. Right. it. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, you'll definitely. you'll master its systems. Definitely. And there's kind of like a, there's a, a long way to go in terms of mastering it. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's endless. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, p- putting that in sort of like a Bushido bladey
0: kind of, sort of fighting, but more world. Was, I don't. It was more. I mean, well, brawler, thing, maybe? The, well. I don't know. The other thing that really appealed to me was the fact that you have well, there are three classes. Yeah. yeah you had knights, um, samurai, and Vikings. Right. Uh, and in the story, there's pretty much you have stories in the in each of these places uh, where you're each character. You know, like each mission puts you to another character, so you get a chance to to try each one. And you know, somebody might have a great sword, somebody might have a shield and mace, somebody might have a you know a hatchet and dagger. Um, oh, that's pretty neat. Or two hatchets, or there, there's yeah. there are classes, a lot of combinations yeah. you can do. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They added a lot of stuff, too. They've they've been adding things yeah. for a while. Um, What's the
1: date it came out again? 2017, uh, was it? Right, yeah, I feel like, I mean, I just from seeing, from being around you, I feel like they've added consistently.
0: Oh, they've been adding stuff. I haven't played it The whole it for, way along. Yeah, I haven't played it for ages, but um, I know there was a season pass or something where they added new yeah. characters. And even before I stopped playing, they had, they had added, I don't know... Maybe four new yeah. characters, three or four, <clears throat> and since I think they've probably added at least that. One of the DLCs was something to do With shell and monks oh. and stuff. So I don't know if it's just one character, <laughs> or, or if maybe there's a whole. I, I really don't know. Yeah, but, uh, very neat game, worth a try, if you're into fighting games cool. and yeah. want to try something different. Yeah, sort um, of a
1: weird offbeat fighting game. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know, just, uh, a little that, different.
0: Yeah, it was very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not a fighting game fan. You know,
1: Still so. competitive, like you play yeah. against other people. Yeah, yeah, um, you can play
0: against other people, but you can play co-op as well. Yeah, you know? and you can have big epic battles of four on four, you right? Know, which right. is something else. Yeah, um, very neat.
1: Yeah. So moving on to number fourteen. Uh, this is Knight that's gonna be a Josh joint, I think. This is Team Cherry, February 2017. So Hollow Knight is uh, an indie. Uh, people call it Metroidvania. Usually, it is a side-scrolling platformer, exploration, RPG elements. You know, uh, indie Metroidvanias have been a thing for quite some time now, right? Okay. They're making them all the time. Um, it's kind of like it, at the beginning they were very novel, but after a while we got a lot of them, and like they started to be kind of like a little of dime a dozen sort of thing, right? This game is, uh, so yeah, there's a couple things to distinguish this from those. Uh, Number one is it's not pixel art, first of all, because a lot of the Metroidvania indie stuff is pixel art. Uh, It has a really, really beautiful art aesthetic, vaguely like a painting, I'm not really... I don't know how to call it, but it's it's not pixel art. No, Mm no. It's definitely, it's got its own unique art style. Hollow Knight is kind of, it's significant uh, half because of just the immediate uh, sort of critical and fan reception when it came out, which is extremely high. Yep. Like, everyone went nuts about it as soon as it came out. It came out on Switch originally, and then it came to PS4 after. OK. Uh, so yeah, the, the, this release date was the Switch release date. OK. Um, but I put the, when things are multi-platform, I put just the first it was the on anything. release date. Yeah. PC yeah. or otherwise, yeah. yeah. And it's basically, it's significant because it's the best Metroidvania, I think, that's probably come out in the entire generation.
0: OK. Well, um, that's why it's on the list, then.
1: Yeah, it, um, it just, it does those ideas the best of anything that's tried to sort of go in that style. It's a really big game. Uh, it's got a ton to explore. They made a bunch of DLC for it that's currently in the game now, um, so it's even bigger than it used to be. It has super solid action. Like, the, okay. the fighting is, like, totally awesome and, like, kinetic and, like, very responsive and fast and, like, dangerous. Mm. Um, it's got really good platforming also. There's like you know lots of segments where like you have to like there'll be a, like a secret to get and like some like extremely complicated like jump-dashing can right, like get right. you to it kind of thing like if you're into that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know and the game has a really neat sort of original story it's the the whole thing takes place in a world of bugs so you play as this like weird bug and this bug like they're all you know caterpillars or insects or okay. spiders like they're all, it's just this whole like insect world it's right a little right. weird. Um, and it's kind of so yeah it's like sort of half Super Metroid and half Dark Souls uh, okay in, just in the sense that it has pretty difficult combat uh, that is totally can be mastered but takes a lot of time and patience right it's pretty difficult and it, it has a bit of Dark Souls mechanics in, in the sort of like you know when you die your stuff goes in like a little soul pile or oh, something okay,
0: okay yeah
1: actually I think it goes in yeah when you die it goes into your soul form and it's a shadow version of you okay and then you have to fight him to get it back like, you have to find where you died That's and then kill the shadow version That's of you. That's a view. neat touch. It's kind of neat, yeah. That's yeah. fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, it's not, and you know, killing the soul version of you is, like, pretty easy, but it's still a little stressful because you know that it can hit you, and if you die getting it, then you those are the gone stuff. forever. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a nice touch.
1: It's a No, it's a, it's a really cool game. Mm-hmm. It's got some really neat uh, gameplay elements, um, okay. very creative stuff. But mostly it's just it's an example of, like, Mastercraft within a genre. Okay. Like it's sort of the king of the two D Metroidvanias. I would say. I would say at least if it's not the king, there's a case for it being the king.
0: Okay. In the okay. generation. Um, yeah, So yeah. Number fifteen, Horizon Zero Dawn. What? Did you uh, Did you try that out? Never played it. Yeah. So I've third... watched people play it. Okay. It. So so I'm gonna need your help with the description. Third person. Third person. Open world.
1: Yeah, a third-person open-world action RPG.
0: That's how I would describe Probably. it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I mean, yeah. A it's bit more action than RPG, perhaps? Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. very, a uh, lot of action. Because like but I
1: think Witcher is still an action RPG, right? Oh, definitely. Even though it's more RPG than action, a Ooh, bit.
0: Oh, I don't know. I would have to go with, uh, there's a lot of action in it. There is. There um, is. But it has a ton of RPG elements. It does have a bunch. Horizon has like light, right? Yeah, like, it does have story. What I was battling with was whether to call it a shooter or not. I mean, there are no oh, guns, um, yeah. but no. it's all bows, uh, so... Yeah,
1: people, I mean, I see I see where you're going with that, but it's, for whatever reason, people call that action RPG, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, there yeah. is melee combat too, but a huge part of it is, again, it's all about the bow, right? That's the only reason why I would call it maybe partial shooter, but, I mean, it's a uh, very, 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 very cool game. Um... I got completely suckered into it no. and just hooked.
1: Was it like a start to finish thing?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And then nice. the second the DLC came out, I was all over it. Wow. To the end, cool. one sitting. Oh no, OK, at the end of uh, the story, new game plus to the end. Um, like, I was that hooked on it. Like, uh, it was just pretty awesome. <laughs> I just loved it. Like, yeah. It was so cool.
1: So what do you think makes it stand out in the genre? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of third-person action RPGs right? There is On, on uh, PS4
0: I hadn't come across a game that had you Pretty much You're, you're fighting giant sort of robot animals, I guess um, And I'd never come across a game that had you shoot off parts <laughs> Of these massive things to mm-hmm. make it easy Not all of them were massive, some were smaller but um, But you actually could shoot off parts that you could then loot And craft stuff And you needed parts To do all kinds of stuff Upgrade things And it just It really It changed the face of it To me You know In terms of just Targeting specific parts To be able to take down something Sure And the use of traps Right Um, Yeah It was That's pretty neat A lot of very neat traps That again I just Hadn't seen that before Yeah So
1: Does the game have um, I'm showing my uh, Unfamiliarity a bit But does the game have Like human opponents You fight too Or is it just oh, yeah, the dinosaurs yeah. Oh no 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 There's right. definitely humans That's yeah, what yeah. I think Is really cool about it I think Is because it has It It almost At the beginning It looks like It's just going to be Sort of a regular action game mm-hmm. And then you see These dinosaurs With the crazy way Of fighting them And the different zones To attack And the traps And the area The things yeah. to cut off And it's sort of is This whole new aspect New layer when yeah. you, you think at the beginning, you're kind of like, it's probably a normal action RPG. But then it gets, this whole layer.
0: Yeah, it, it really does add quite a bit. And it's a pretty large game from yeah. uh, what I remember. But I I, I can't uh, speak highly enough of it. I really, really, I think they, they did a great job. Yeah, at. yeah. I, I'm going to play it again at some point yeah. for sure. I think it's kind of like, it's a
1: game that I think it's really easily recommendable. Hmm. Like I find it... You know, most people, uh, I think, can find something to enjoy in Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean, like whether it's like I don't know, just story or exploration or fighting.
0: I don't actually know anybody else that uh, got really? into it.
1: No. Oh wow! I mean, Joel mm-hmm. played the played the crap out of it. Yeah, I but think. I
0: don't I don't know Whatever all that know. many other gamers. But um... yeah, I think uh, he's the only one that I know that's played it. No, I've I'm definitely good. heard a lot of secondhand stories.
1: Okay. You know, yeah, I think it, it's it's a, it really deserves a place on the list. I think it does. It's. PlayStation exclusive too, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it's on PC now also, that but the only me. console it's on is PlayStation. Okay. okay. And uh, I think that's a, another great reason for it to be on a PS4 list. Yeah. 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 We'll get to, the, to it later, but I feel a lot more comfortable about that than, say, God of War. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like recommending Horizon Zero Dawn, just like definitely. no question. That's like,
0: hands down. Definitely. Anyone
1: who's even remotely interested, go and try it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and again,
0: it's always on sale. Um, yeah, for yeah. twenty five bucks or something. For sure, you know? for like, sure, uh, yeah. it's well worth it.
1: Yeah, it's the closest. I don't just don't usually play that genre, but it's the closest I've come because of the cool dinosaur stuff. Because mm. for me, I was like, oh, it's a little bit of Monster Hunter in uh, <laughs> you know, S- like I do. Sort of.
0: I do. Yeah. No, there are. Yeah. There definitely are some similarities in terms of the dodging and the evading new yeah. monsters, um, yeah, and the
1: specific ways to take, like, hacking off parts, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. using yeah. it for crafting, yeah, you know, it's exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Totally. Well, uh, that brings us to, I guess, this is a Josh one here. Mm-hmm. We've got number sixteen, Overcooked. Uh, so, Overcooked is Ghost Town Games, July twenty seventeen. So, when it came out, I heard a ton of people like yapping about it. Uh, like there was a lot of internet buzz, of like just like the na- I heard the name getting tossed around everywhere, kind of thing. Yeah, in a lot of like party contexts, you know, like people talking about just like oh, great party game to play with your friends. It's the co op is so good, you know, blah blah blah. And I saw my girlfriend try it uh, for the first time at our place, and she immediately like got super sucked into it. Okay. Uh, she convinced me to, like, she tried to get me to try it a few times, and I, it's really not for me, mm-hmm. but I played it, like, several matches with her, and it's pretty awesome. Okay. I completely see the, it's just frenetic, chaotic action. Mm. It's like, you you know, I guess I should to back up for a second. Describe
0: the actual game. Yet.
1: Exactly, yeah, my apologies. Uh, so it is a, God, how do you describe the shot? <laughs> I
0: wouldn't know where to start.
1: Jesus, can you is a cooking game a genre? Cooking simulator. Um, it's an arcade cooking simulator. Okay. How about that? Yeah, that sounds <laughs> Let's good. Let's see how that, that goes. Good. I don't know what genre it is on paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. maybe you'd call it a you'd probably call it a party game to be honest. Okay. But yeah, it's a it's a party game or an arcade cooking simulator. Uh, you play with friends and you all cooperate one to four one to four players co op and online. I mean, sorry, local co op and online. And online, yeah. And you have to make meals together. So, like, one will be at the cutting board chopping onions, while another one will be at the sink washing dishes. So there's just this constant coordination of, like, one person will be at, like, the stove and, like, being, like, I need another lettuce for this burger. And then, like, so another person starts chopping the lettuce, and then you're waiting for the person to have the lettuce done, so you're like, oh, fuck, like, there's a there's dishes that are dirty. Okay, I'll wash the dishes while he's finishing the lettuce, then he can bring the lettuce over here. It's this constant, like, right. chain of just, like, mm-hmm. the better you can coordinate it, the more points you get. Right. The more customers are satisfied, and the more points you get on the level, you know? Okay, okay. That's pretty much it. Another uh, aspect of it that was really crazy, so she played the crap out of the single player mm-hmm. with like a couple friends she has. Like, I I was up to try a few levels, but beyond that I was just like, I'm sorry, you know, it's, no, not, yeah. it's not my cup of tea. But then after a while she got really into it and super hardcore, started playing online. And online there's competitive.
0: Oh, okay. So it's
1: two teams of two vying for points. Right, right, right yeah. And the party dialogues that <clears> would go on between all of them was just really amusing and I also think the game's significant because it's both it's a local co-op game which we don't have a lot of on the on the list and it's also yeah I really feel like it was bringing a lot of audience people that were just not normally playing video games right right. yeah like a lot of like I kind of I mean I don't mean to generalize too much but I got the impression a lot that it would be like single moms struggling with a baby in the house and then like playing Overcooked for like a few minutes and then going back to their tat like,
0: right, yeah. like you could
1: just the, the, the tenor of the people who were talking in these chats was like it's a super different slice of, like, video game life. Yeah, totally. Um, it's not for me, but it's a really neat party game. Yeah. Great game for friends. What, uh, Number gonna... 17 oh, yeah. is
0: Ark Survival Evolved by Wildcard Studio. Came out in uh, August 2017. Yeah, third-person survival, or first or third survival. Its own thing, really. I, I don't know if if that type of game existed before, to tell you the truth. Its survival, it's... Uh, it's the biggest
1: one to come out. Right? Like Like, it got... Uh, I heard people talk about Ark where I hadn't heard them talk about other stuff, I think.
0: Anyways, it's a survival game, so you build and... uh tame dinosaurs and then you uh, make a saddle and you make your dinosaurs do stuff. Yeah, there's PvE and PvP, so player versus environment and uh, player versus player. And in the player versus player, you can use your dinosaurs to go and uh, kill other people's dinosaurs and break into their place and take all their stuff. The one thing about it is just the amount of time that it's that's needed to actually succeed at it.
1: It's a massively multiplayer online game, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, it, not just like, you know, five or ten... Like.
0: To tell you the truth, I I think there's probably only about 40 per server. Oh, okay. Probably. Okay. okay. So not that Maybe massive. Maybe more, but uh, not... Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say, you know... I, I don't know what categorizes or yeah, what yeah. classifies something as an MMO, but uh, sure. I don't think that. You know, like, yeah. it, it seems a yeah. little on the small side. But very, very, very cool game. Just it, de- it demands a huge amount of time. Uh, well, for PvP. I imagine single player wouldn't matter. But on PvP... Yeah, it takes a huge amount of time and belonged on the list because it was again a first of its sort to me anyways. And uh and it just has its issues, but it did it really it brought something very cool to the table that yeah. uh I hadn't seen before. I think it's a very, very cool game. It does have issues on PS4. I've heard that it only runs properly on PC, you know. Mm. But if you wanna play competitively on PvP, then yeah, maybe you should be on PC.
1: There's no cross play, right? No. Yeah,
0: thank God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, thank God. Yeah, uh, but uh, but again, just a very cool game.
1: Kind of its own beast. It is. It yeah. is. I just mean, really.
0: The, yeah, there are other things similar to it. Yeah. Now, but in terms of the raising dinosaurs and stuff like that, I can't think of anything.
1: What I thought looked neat about it too was it like has like a wide variety of
0: tech. Oh yeah. yeah right, yeah, like yeah. it's slow tech it to high tech. Goes from primitive to pretty much crazy sci-fi yeah. lasers and flying. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So, yeah. yeah, the tiers are, you go from primitive tier to tech tier, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, it gets really crazy. Completely yeah. different game from the beginning to the end. If you see someone successful or someone that's been playing a while at tech level stuff, It's completely different than the first however long you're going to spend on it. It takes a while to get there. It's a real grinder. Like, you have to really like to grind. Yeah. And if you do, then you might love it. You might like Ark.
1: Yeah. Um, It's kind of like it'll reward uh, the grind, right?
0: Yeah. Like, it demands a lot, but... It demands a lot, but maybe maybe even a little too much sometimes. (laughs) I I find it a little bit... Yeah, sometimes I find it a bit... Uh, too grindy uh, Like in mm. terms of A dinosaur Raising a dinosaur Every eight hours You To make the dinosaur stronger You imprint on it That's three times a day That you have to sign on To interact with your Dinosaur If you're raising it That's fine But that, that's asking a lot Yeah And in terms Not everybody's of, down And in terms of being raided And stuff And losing all your stuff It's 24 hours a day That that's on right. uh, Other games like Conan Have a cutoff point So Yeah you actually could sign off for the night. Yeah. This game you can't. Right. And you have people from other parts of the world on that server because they know you're in bed. And <laughs> no. Uh, it, it demands. It demands a lot. Yeah. But it, I
1: guess at the same time you get things out of that that you don't get without that crazy demand. Well, it right? really
0: it really wants you to play with people. You know, yeah. it makes. Uh, yeah. I, I can't imagine doing a lot of things solo. i I'm, people do it. Don't get me wrong, like, there are people out there that do solo this game. I can't believe it. You know, like, uh, I wouldn't believe it if they didn't have videos of them doing it. I I would say impossible. Um, But (laughs) people can do it. So, um, yeah, I I feel like it it does really push for you to play with people. You know, so it's uh, really cool to coordinate with folk to get stuff done and actually see a base come up from nothing. Totally. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite games.
1: Cool, man yeah I mean I'll be honest the only thing that stopped me from playing it because all the concepts you told me about it like you know base building, raising dinosaurs, getting crazy weird tech exploring this like vast place like they all sound really awesome fighting other people also sounds awesome it's just the time investment that dis- that discourages me, you know. Like,
0: and I've heard uh, people complain about the micromanagement. You know, like there's so uh, many small uh, every resource, everything you pick up can be used yeah. for something. And some people really don't like dealing with that amount of stuff. You know, and uh, I get it. I yeah. absolutely get it. Uh, it took me a long time to get into that type of thing, but I I I, I love it. I think it's absolutely great. I'm really excited to see how it works on PS5 and Xbox. Sure, yeah. Because hopefully it'll work like it does on PC. Yeah, that would be really (laughs) nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so that's ARC. Uh, What do we have now? Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Number 18. Ninja Theory, August 2017. Take it away. (laughs) Third-person action puzzle. Um, Maybe
1: third person Yeah,
0: I think that's There's a lot of puzzle uh, A lot of puzzle work going on there Um, But there is some action too For sure And uh, set in Viking times Really interesting look at uh, mental illness Um, You play a character that's supposed to be uh, Have some sort of mental illness and uh, you're going through hallucinations and all kinds of things throughout and uh, you don't really know what's real and what's not and they do a phenomenal job of putting you in a weird place. Yeah. You know? Sounds like. It was a cool game. Is and it, it a
1: primarily story game that yeah, has action? Sto- yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's right. really
0: not that much action.
1: It barely barely at all, right? Like just enough to say it's got action. I,
0: but. I, I wouldn't have bought it if i hadn't seen the action i i, I thought it was something else honestly I, I i really thought it was a pure action game it, it really isn't there's a huge amount of just puzzle solving sure. and uh, stuff like that but um very cool yeah. very cool yeah. and a permadeath system um, yeah. yeah i read about where, that uh, yeah you have a, doesn't
1: the game wipe your save file if you die a certain amount of times
0: yeah well okay so the permadeath system it's not permadeath on your first death what happens is you have a, Sickness or something, Uh. and it spreads on your body uh, every time you die. So, you know, the first time you die, your arm gets kind of taken by this. The next time you die, (laughs) and it moves on and on. And if you die too many times that it spreads over your whole body, then yeah, it wipes your save file. Yeah. Uh, Start from scratch. Yeah. And uh, as cool as that is, that actually is what stopped me from finishing the game. Oh, no way. Yeah. (laughs) I got to a point where. I, I don't wanna say anything but uh I don't wanna give any spoilers. But I was in a place I had to get out of, I couldn't get out, I died, tried it again, I died again. <laughs> and I was too scared to die <laughs> any more times. So I figured I'd just wait, I'll get I'll get my bearings yeah. and I'll I'll go out yeah. it again. And that was over a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I yeah. mean, very cool. But I've talked to people since and um uh somebody told me that I was like at the end of the game. Oh, like, all like I had to rough, do, man. pretty much, was get out of where I was Oh, uh, That's rough. Uh, pretty close, anyways. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So, whatever. I that's mean, the worst. <laughs> no, well, that's actually, that's kind of, I'm glad I stopped, because if <laughs> I had powered through that, after that many, you know, if I'd really gotten there and then it ended, I'd probably be pretty pissed off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with it. Yeah. And a sequel's coming out.
1: So. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Huh.
0: I know nothing about it.
1: Sure, yeah. That's and it wasn't a,
0: I believe it was a, it definitely wasn't a AAA game. I don't know if it was indie. I, I but think it's
1: technically considered an indie game. Technically. Yeah. okay. Although it's, I think it's like small studio. Yeah, well yeah. then. I think yeah. I heard on some, I saw somewhere really recently that someone was calling it an indie game. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. I
0: think it was 26 bucks brand new. Yeah. Which yeah. to me sounds like an indie game price. You know?
1: It looks like sort of double A game to me. You know, me, me, mid tier studio.
0: Yeah, um it's know. it's a small game but at at look it looks better than a lot of triple A games to me. That's what um, I thought. Yeah. But but its size makes it possible I guess to put sure. that amount of effort into it. But, Maybe. Um, yeah. 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 I, another interesting thing was just that the uh, the main character was uh sound design uh girl and they just used her oh. as um to test out something. Okay. Um <laughs> and they they liked her so she became the face for it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I funny. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. But anyway, so that was Hellblade. Yep, all right. What do we have next? Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Number 19, you're up. Monolith Productions, October 2017. Shadow of War, third-person action. I don't... I think you can't call it an action RPG. Yeah, there is story to Almost it. everything these days is an action RPG. <laughs> yeah, well, there, is, there definitely is story and missions yeah. and all of it, but, uh, but it has a bit more to it than Shadows of Mordor did. In yeah. terms of the having a, a whole army of orcs yourself right. that you could rank up and.
1: What's the basic gameplay like? Pretty much, there's exploring. and yeah, it's open attacking world. People. It's,
0: uh, yeah, it's open world sandbox missions and stuff. So you go to an area, but there are camps and all kinds of things elsewhere that you can fight. You don't have to necessarily go where your mission sends you. Yeah. So you you pretty much just clear a land, uh, Mordor. <laughs> and, right. Um, yeah. I really should have looked into this again. It's been over a <laughs> year good, since it. I played good. it. Well,
1: why don't we... T- I mean, the the really
0: unique thing about it is the Nemesis system, right? Well, yeah, but that wasn't unique to the second one, right? That no, to the first. but I mean...
1: I still Apparently. think it's a big reason why you would play the game,
0: yeah, right? It's neat. I mean, yeah, it's so... The Nemesis system was just that uh, after you fight an orc and you don't kill them, they level up, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah they, like, remember who you are. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they yeah. can set up ambushes and stuff, traps and whatever, which was neat. Shadows of War, the fact that you had an army and you could choose and switch things around with your orcs was what made it... And you could make them fight to the death, which was also mm. very cool and just fun to do again. I I need to play it again. Um, (laughs) It's all good, man. Well, here, listen. Why should it be on the list of games of the generation? I just, again, the army of, having an army of your own orcs, and it was a really cool action game on its own. Shadows of of Mordor was, but just the fact that the second one added, pretty much uh, you place your own team of orcs at a castle, and you could actually have another another player could actually try and take on your castle.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool. I never did it yeah but this is what I
0: remember seeing still I mean I I could be wrong but I'm 99% sure that it was a possibility and I always turned it off because I didn't want somebody yeah attacking my shit but I can understand maybe I'm maybe I'm making this shit up I, I could be totally wrong
1: yeah, it's got a it's got a con- social conquest mode. Okay, and it's exactly what you thought it was. Okay, yeah, that, that, some something like you and you other players can invade your bases.
0: Yeah, I had plenty of things to say about all of these games until today, <laughs> uh, and now I'm drawing <laughs> complete fucking blanks. Hey
1: man, it's all good. Um, I mean, I think I t- to recap, basically, it sounds like Middle Earth Shadow of War is just a very good third person action uh, combat game fantasy yeah it's a really solid uh, Yeah, exa- and it's got the Lord of, of the, the Rings name on it right yeah that's always nice which yeah. was
0: neat yeah. because yeah. Um, didn't they do I feel like there was a Lord of the Rings game before Shadows of Mordor and it was trash
1: oh there's been a lot of trash ones we don't often get uh, good good Lord of the Rings licensed games mm. and it's nice to have one uh, at
0: least you know uh, yeah. or two yeah. you know but um, exactly no it was uh, it was neat
1: um, okay, well, I think that takes us to number twenty. I'll field this one. So this is "What Remains of Edith Finch." Uh, this is by Giant Sparrow. Uh, came out April twenty seventeen. This is, uh, by all accounts, I haven't played the game. Uh, I have watched someone play most of it. "What Remains of Edith Finch," to me, sounds like uh, the industry's opinion. In the industry's opinion, in general, or, or sorry, the I guess the video game media's opinion in general. It's the best, um, like, first-person story-based game of this generation, I'd say, if you had to pick one.
0: Okay. And there was no action in this one, right?
1: No, this is is what uh, some people call a walking simulator. Right. It's like those games where you explore an environment, Mm -hmm. you either find stuff or talk to people, there's no real action of any sort. It's... It's really yeah, kind of like missed. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's just about the story, just about figuring out the story. Um, I don't like the term "walking simulator" because I find it like a little derogatory. It sounds dismissive. It does. You know, like like maybe describe what the game's doing rather than what it's not doing. Like I feel like "walking simulator" is just trying to say, by the way, there's no
0: action. Yeah. So like <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. It's a I, I feel little like reductive, a lot of simulator. But when you when you call anything a something simulator, it, it, it kind of a bit slap, you know? <laughs> a like, little uh, bit. Like I, I bit. have heard people refer to Red Dead as a horse riding simulator. <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no.
1: but um yeah, I prefer to call them like I I guess just, you know, first person exploration games. Yeah. Or first person story games. Yeah. You know? Again, I haven't played it, but I do I mean my girlfriend said it was one of the most uh, memorable and moving video game experiences she's ever had. Okay. Um, I ac- I think I actually will play it. Um, yeah. Kind of while constructing this list, I sort of... I've been thinking... I think it's really short, too. I think it's like a, a five to eight hour game kind of thing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's very short. It's an indie game. Mm. It's cheap. It's not expensive. We're in kind of a renaissance of um, first-person story games at the moment. There's been a lot of good ones, like a Fire. Is the game Firewatch, the one where... The actor from uh, Mad, Mad Men is in it. Uh, it's, like, Harry from Mad Men. I, I can't... I think it's Firewatch. But it's a story about, like, a, you're a camp guy uh, exploring the wilderness and, like, talking to your boss on the radio and you're, like, finding out about each other's lives and it's just very, like... Okay. Anyways, uh, but there's there's been a lot of good uh, first-person uh, story games this generation and Edith Finch just sounds like it's the one that the most people agree on is probably the best. Okay. Um, so like, it's if you have to play one, maybe play, play that, that. Yeah. you know? Uh, we didn't have any representation on this list that was a first-person story game, right? So right. I kind of wanted to at least include something like that. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about
0: it. All right, well, yeah. uh-huh.
1: cool. So we're gonna do a little break here. Um, it's probably it's probably gonna be you know we don't fully know yet, but this is probably gonna be a two-parter episode. Uh, we're gonna split it into uh, and and pu- probably put this out around Christmas time, like we mentioned. So we're gonna cut this episode here, uh, and we're gonna come back and we're gonna do the last ten items on the list and then we're going to cover uh, things we didn't put on the list
0: yeah they deserve a mention right? exactly
1: yeah for the next episode so this is weird to do I've never done this while recording but we'll say bye for now bye for now <laughs> that was uh, I don't think we've even said what the name of the show was at the beginning no I don't think you did. epic fail this has been the New Talk Radio Games of the Generation episode part one sounds good we'll see you next time